Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. You're very welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. Now, Drogheda United got their pre-season campaign underway on Friday night with a narrow 1-0 defeat to Derry City at a positively Baltic United Park. Among others, there were new there were debuts for new signings Richie O'Farrell, Jack Chute and Huey Douglas as the Drogheda management looked to nail down their starting eleven for the upcoming first, first Division campaign. Joining me on the line to look ahead to the upcoming season is manager Tim Clancy. Uh, Tim, a good run out on Friday. You were able to make a raft of changes at half-time. Overall, were you happy with what you saw? Yeah, we were happy um, at the end of the second week of pre-season. So, so far, it's been going really well. We haven't had any um, setbacks in regards to injuries and, and whatnot. And uh, played against a good dairy side. Um, we mixed it up in both halves. We had uh, some young lads with experienced players and um, everybody more or less got 45 minutes. Um, Steve Meany was away, so Luke Heaney actually played the 90. But um, no, listen, all the new lads got games. Uh we're quite pleased with how it went and certainly a lot of positives we can take out of the game. And you were able to, to blow a couple of younger players as well and Frank Braley and, and Kevin Muhammad who came through the under-19s. You must have been delighted to be able to bring through the young lads and it's a, I suppose it's a great sign for the club as a whole. Yeah, again, that's what, we're, that's what we... we um, our build, like the, the base of our squad is going to be a lot of young players and then it's going to be backed up by the under-19s which um, we've done the last... Well, the previous two seasons, so... Nothing's going to change there, and the good work that Wayne Groves is doing the 19s, and um, just means that when players are doing really well for him, I speak to Wayne on a regular uh, regular occasion, and we 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 uh, sort of decide who's ready to step up and, and come train with us, and if they do well, and um, they'll stay with us, and hopefully we can get more through now as the season goes on. I mentioned there at the start that some of the new signings, Richie O'Farrell, Jack Shute and Huey Douglas, who all played the other night. Um, will there be any more players uh, coming or going, or are you, are you kind of settled now with who you have? We're more or less going to be going to be where we're at. We've got, uh, obviously, Derek Prendergast came in. He played the other night as well, and so does uh, Ross Tracy, Brandon Birmingham came in as well from both. So um, we've plenty of players that have come in. Um, we're quite happy where our squad is. We've got a squad of maybe 20, 21 players and obviously that's the 19s as well that's going to gonna back up that squad. So, um, big one for us this year is Wixie's going to be, um, Adam Wixstead's going to hopefully be fit for more than seven games this season. He only had seven games last year and um, Jake Hyland missed the first probably eight, nine games of the season last year and didn't do a pre-season. So, Jake's absolutely flying now in pre-season and, um, having the two of them back in a full pre-season and a part of the squad from the very start will, will certainly help. When did you go back for pre-season and what sort of work have you been doing since you went back? We were back in on the 4th of um, January. Uh, we've been doing a bit in the gym. Um, most, To be honest with you, um, most Saturday mornings we'll be doing a spinning class in the gym and maybe a bit of strength, strength maybe with leg work or strength and conditioning work. Um, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday we'll be on the pitch uh, doing obviously a little bit of running but mostly ball work as well and small side of games and maybe a little touch on uh, how we want to play and 
crossing crossing drills, possession drills, all different stuff. And um, the players enjoy doing. But also, if you work it right, you can get a uh, fitness work done in pre-season with ball, and uh, that's the main thing. You got to keep the players sort of engaged and enjoying it as well as um, getting the work done. One of the one of the criticisms we read constantly about the League of Ireland is the fact that clubs can't play, play pay players in the off season. So when when lads are away for for the you know the se- between the season ending and the, the pre season starting up again, are you kind of you know are they, are they aware or mindful that they they need to look after themselves or would you have a, a range of kind of of body shapes coming back into you after the the Christmas? No, uh, that's player recruitment. Um, we've worked consciously the last couple of seasons to. Um, sign players that are fit and look after themselves, and um, also want to want to further their career. And uh, it's no disrespect to, to draw them, but you want hungry players that have ambition to go and play at higher levels, and that means that we get the benefit of uh, their qualities now. Um, now, whether that be uh, we get promoted and go to the Premier Division, or some of get aspirations to sign for Premier Division clubs, and. Uh, when you have that and have that attitude they, they do things right they get the right amount of sleep they eat right um, they look after themselves they train right as well so um, we've worked hard the last couple of years to try and get as many players as possible to fit into that bracket and to be honest with you most of the squad have come back now uh, um, in good shape and uh, we're just topping up their fitness now and getting them sharper um, leading into the season this is your third season now as as a manager. How big of a learning curve has it been for you? I know we, we kind of touch on this whenever we speak at the beginning of a season in particular because you came into it kind of without any experience really in management. So your third season now, how how big of a of a learning curve has it been for you personally? You learn all the time. It's it's you try and improve on uh, previous games, previous um, round of games, I suppose, and uh, obviously the previous season. So if we looked at it from last year. Um, our second year we tried to get a better squad together than the year before and improve and I think we did that last year we went got second in the league and we went uh, to the final of the playoffs and um, just narrowly missed out up in, up in Finn Harps um, so this year we're going to look to try and improve again and that's where you'll try and get a couple of players in and we probably looked last year and lacked a little bit of experience at the back and getting a few lads in there especially uh, Dell coming back in from Shells uh, gives us vast amount of experience and just that vocal uh, presence at the back as well, the organisational part of that. And, um, we've looked and brought Richie O'Farrell in, who's a different type of player than what we probably had in there. Uh, and again, it's just you try and improve yourself when you look at, um, first and foremost, where we can improve as, as staff and try and get the players to improve as well. And um, it's every, every, every time you, you go out on the training pitch night, you're trying to get better and it's, it's a learning curve the whole time. And obviously, it's an own very... Uh, inexperienced in regards to being a manager it's my third season now but um, hopefully um, we can we can improve again this year You mentioned Richie O'Farrell giving you something a little bit different what what is it that he will give you that if Drogheda fans aren't necessarily aware of, of his abilities um, he's, listen, he's, he's a midfielder that likes to likes to join in and get sort of get beyond the front man as well and he's left footed and it gives you that little bit of balance in there Um you compliment Jake and Mark Hughes and Lucini and a few a few as well in the middle of the pitch and then we've got the he's not an out and out number ten as far as like Sean Brennan will be and maybe James Clark will fit into that mould as well. So um he's just another one of plays sort of as a three in the middle of the pitch and likes to get forward and he's very neat and tidy on the ball and uh it's something that's We've been very impressed with him in the short or small side of games. He's he's clever, he link up well with the other midfielders and the front players, so um when he gets up to full fitness and um, gets used to his teammates, uh, he's going to be a really good asset for us. 
You were playing with a 4-3-3 last year for, for the majority of the season, certainly any of the games I saw, and it seemed to work very well for you. So when you're adding players to the squad, are you looking at players that will fit into that system, or are you looking at guys that will maybe give you options if you need to change things up and play a slightly different formation at different times? Yeah, well, that's that's the way we got to look at it. We have uh, we had a system that that's, that's served us well the last couple of seasons. Um, we fluctuate in between a few different systems, but you have to have players that are adaptable, and we have plenty of players that are like that that can play in a number of positions. And um, certainly, that when you're signing a player, you you don't just sign them for the sake of signing them. You have to sort of identify the players that maybe can play in in, in our systems or. Uh, that are adaptable to different systems and um, the players we brought in then is sort of what we needed and what we expected so um, we're, we're we're happy enough with, with how it's looking so far there's still a lot of work to do though being part time club you don't really get um, as much time on the pitch to sort of drill down exactly what you want to do it takes a little bit longer so um, we're going to be patient with that and we know that the season starts now in another four weeks or so um, and hopefully we'll be, we'll be fairly fairly ready by then you, t- you touched on it there, how, how close you've come the last couple of seasons to getting promotion. Do you feel personally and, and under any extra additional pressure this season to get promotion this time around? No, not really. Uh, with this internal pressure we put on ourselves as a group and um, as staff as well. Uh, it's, it's, it is what it is. We want to improve. So if we can improve on last year and go a step further, that will be either come up through the playoffs or if we had a really good season um, and challenged for the league again we'd be, we'd be fairly happy but uh, we do understand now that having gone close the last two years especially last year um, we really want to to try and get uh, one step further and I think with the experience now the players have although we've got a young team um, I think Conor Kane and Mark Doyle will probably make their 100 appearance for the club um, in the first round of games next year we're very close to that and when you think that they're only 20 years of age or 21 it's, it's a lot of games to play in especially in the League of Ireland and we've got other ones then that are younger as well that have now got another year's experience and uh, got one so close last year I think probably the belief will be there this year that maybe they can go all the way uh, myself probably it wasn't until the last round of games last year when we got a little bit closer to Shelburne that the players sort of started to believe then they could win the league rather than the whole year um, and hopefully if we can get a good start this year they might have belief from further out that uh, they can and they are good enough to, to go and challenge for the league Just one other thing I wanted to talk to you about because it's obviously been in the news a lot of late uh, and your chairman Connor Hoy has been very outspoken about the Shamrock Rovers 2 situation uh, obviously they've been given permission to compete in the first division and uh, then of course we have the Limerick thing which came to light on Friday they'll be allowed to apply for licence but on the Shamrock Rovers 2 situation where do you stand on that? It's, it's, to be honest with you it doesn't concern me at all who we play against I'm the manager of the team and my job is just to prepare the team for uh, who are playing on a Friday night. So um, if that's Shamrock Rovers B team, if it's Barcelona B team, if it's whoever, I don't really care. Um, it's not my concern. Um, we just prepare the team myself and Kev for, for whoever we play on a Friday night. Um, I've not really sat down and spoke to the chairman in depth about uh, the reasons for it. But maybe, I suppose, on a, on a long-term thing, um, you can understand where clubs in the first division will be a bit frustrated because now you've got probably the biggest club in the country in Shamrock Rovers who can sign anyone in the Premier Division because of the budget and uh, infrastructure that they have and now they can also offer football to the first division players so they're sort of um, in charge of both markets there in regards to Premier Division players and first division so the pick of every player in the country really I could understand maybe that's the case that long term it would it would affect the first division clubs a lot more because we can offer 
players coming out of 19th football, the opportunity of first team football in a competitive uh, first team environment. So Shamrock Rovers can offer that as well in the first division. Um, as well as saying you're a part of the biggest club in the country, it sort of it sort of kills all the first division clubs and who they can play and who they can pick and make it harder for them then to get into the Premier Division. Yeah, and I suppose that maybe the, the concern from from clubs in the first first division will be that the, the Rovers lineup might vary from week to week. So they they might play you guys one week with a very strong team. They might play one of your promotion rivals the following week with a, with a weaker team, and that's what might sort of skew the table a little bit. Would that would that be something that would potentially cause you concern? I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know. If Stephen's going to uh, use the the B team to play some of the players maybe that have been suspended or, or missed um, missed games. You don't know. Um, yeah, because that, that's 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 the problem, isn't playing, it? it hasn't, if you're playing, I don't know. If that's, yeah, it hasn't been no nailed down yet. Yeah, there's yeah. no clarification in regards to who can play. Or I'd imagine now I might be wrong that they're two completely different teams. You have to register for both teams to play uh, in both leagues. Um, if it is a case that they're allowed, I think there's talk of three overage players or three first team players, starting with a keeper included as well, to four players. Um, again, as you said there, like if if. We were playing on a, on a Sunday uh, in Tala and someone needed a game time. They might say, yeah, go on, no bother. And it could be an important league decider then, maybe down in Cove or in Galway or wherever else. Are they really going to send a first-team player down there? You don't know. But then again, that's not that's not my concern. It's not uh, my decision to make. And um, again, we just have to prepare the players for whoever they play against. And should it be that it's somebody experienced first team players of Shamrock Rovers sure it's even better experience for our players to play against them yeah I guess we'll just have to wait and see it still hasn't been ironed out which seems uh, kind of extraordinary given that we're so close to the start of the season just one final point for you then Tim we, we talked about your third year in charge here and we talked about the learning curve you've had if there was one piece of advice that you today standing there could give the, the Tim Clancy that took the job three years ago would, would anything jump, jump to mind? Uh, just recruiting pick players that you can trust Um work hard and even if even if you know if they have a bad game um, you know that they'll work great and their attitude's spot on that they can still affect the game really well um, and as I said there you're, you're picking the players that look after themselves and you don't have to worry about getting them in for a cool down on a Saturday or a Sunday because um, you know that they're professional enough to go and do that themselves so just pick players with the right attitude that aren't going to let you down Yeah and just one final point then on that because that was one thing that I noticed last year from going to the games I mean you had a fairly small squad but there seemed to be a really really good team spirit there we know we know Thomas Byrne left midway through this season for a variety of reasons but the squad that's there seems to be a really tight knit bunch a lot of young players as you said hungry young players so there does seem to be that kind of team spirit there that's, that's really important especially when you're trying to push on and, and go go somewhere in the game yes yes you have uh, a lot of young lads there as well that are eager and they want to learn they want to better themselves and, and you've got a mix of experience there with Sean Brennan's been there the last couple of years and been absolutely brilliant for us in the dressing room and um, Paul Skinner was very good experience last year and um, Dell coming in as well um, it gives you that little bit of experience that uh, the young lads sort of look up to and rubs off on them and they are, they are a, close, a close group in fairness but that sort of breeds itself when they're winning games a lot of weeks and there's a good feel about the place and um, listen to the crowds themselves we don't have to really manage the dressing room at all um, there's very very few disciplinary issues that have arisen in the last couple of seasons um, and to be honest with you if, if there has been problems most of the time then people have left the club anyway um, so the ones that we have are, are a cracking bunch of lads and um, they apply themselves really well and that's, that's sort of half the battle yeah, that's all you can hope for. Well, listen, Tim, uh, we wish you all the very best of luck for the, for the season uh, up ahead. I'm sure we'll speak to you again very soon.
No problem, Dave. Thanks a million. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.